Ayo, welcome to the Uninitiated Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Avery, and I'm here with... Sammy. Um, and yeah, we'll just hop right into it. We're talking about Andrei Rublev, directed by Andrei Tarkovsky. I always forget to write the year now. Uh, the, wait, the year huh? that, that year? it came out? Oh, uh, 1966. Okay, sweet. Um, two things, though, before we actually start... Um, that I wanted to talk about last time, but I forgot. Uh-huh. So I had a coworker at the grocery store I work at, um, named Ivan, and he was from Russia. Oh, I don't wow. know where specifically. Obviously, big place. Did you um, ask him about his childhood? No, yeah, I did because he grew up there only till four, and then moved here. Uh huh. And then I was talking like, oh, like Russian community in Utah, blah blah blah. And so, yeah, he was telling me about his childhood. Wow. Yeah. And, oh, and he was 30. Whoa. Yeah, huh? he's, I made it sound like he was like my age or our age. Yeah. No, he's... If he's that old, he essentially didn't have a childhood. <laughs> no, but I thought it was interesting because he moved here, was it right before or after the collapse of the Soviet Union? Okay, let's think about it. No, he yeah. He was born in 91? No, 90. Ni- then that's right after. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because it collapsed in 89. Okay. So, yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. That is interesting, yeah. Um, oh, wow. and then... my I have a gripe with you. The oh, way no. you pronounce sure, like S-U-R-E, you say sure. Uh, it depends. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. Oh. And then sometimes I'm like, sure. And then sometimes I'm like, sure. I hate the one That's, that sounds uh, like the ocean. Or like the beach. Like the beach. Sure. sure. Um, I like typing it like that. <laughs> like like yeah. texting for like the number. Mm-hmm. But writing it out, not just the, the numeral. Yeah. Um, and then S-H-O-R-E. Yeah. So that's fun, I guess. No, but with you it's fine because... Um, you're my friend, and <laughs> like I can accept but it. But other people? But yeah, Hell I'll, no. I'll just meet strangers at work. And they'll be like, sure. Yeah, and I'll, and I want to like, like, slap them or something. What know. do you say? Sure. Sure? The right way. What about sure? Like the, the C? No, the like beach? sure. Like how it's spelled. Sure. Like with a U. Well, okay, so they're sure. Yeah. Which is like... I guess. The one you were saying, yeah. sure. Yeah. And then there's, um, sure, with an O sound. And then there's sure. What's the third one? Sure. What does that mean? The same thing. Oh, no, I don't say it. I thought you were mean like, this is a new word. No, I'm saying, what do you think of that pronunciation? Yeah, that's bad too. What? That's the right one. No, it's sure. That's like, no, it's sure. Because sure? it's a U. Yeah, it's a U-R-E. I feel what like the word? most official is sure. Sure? Yeah. I feel like I have to do a whole... No, you don't sure. have to. Sure. Sure. What other word is U-R-E that you have to pronounce it like that? I don't know. I just decided that... that It's definitely not sure. Really? Because there's no U, U sound. Well, sure. Sure. The U Your in that way, isn't affected you're... by the E. 
the e. No, think of Uruguay. You pronounce it the same way. I don't know how that's spelled. U r g a. There's a vowel, basically. Yeah, but you could say Uruguay. But that's wrong. Or, or. How is it spelled? I don't know. Look it up. Oh, jeez. Or maybe if I write it, I'll. Uruguay. But maybe. With a with just a U at the beginning. Mm-hmm. U, your. Yeah, but you wouldn't say Uruguay. A British person might. Yeah, but that's stupid. Yeah. Uruguay is the same as sure. Uruguay is the same as sure. Hmm. And Uruguay is the same as sure. <laughs> okay. Um. I say Uruguay. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. Well, I don't say it that much, but I say Uruguay, not Uruguay. I don't believe you. I do. <laughs> I have no way to convince you. <laughs> um, Uruguay. You're, yeah, I don't say Uruguay. Whatever. I feel like there are two other countries like that are similar to both pronunciations. Um, but I don't know what. Uruguay sounds like... Uganda? <laughs> no, I don't know. We can move on. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, Andre Rublev. Um, <laughs> oh, what about... No, this is so... This is an entirely different thing. I was going to say, what about the you in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to compare it. Yeah, no. Um, okay, no, but... Yeah, so... There's eight parts in this film, if I'm counting correctly. I think so. That yeah. sounds right. Anyway, so this first part... Um, I don't know. I don't oh, think it has... prologue? Yeah, prologue. Love this. I don't think it has any, or not from what I can tell, anything to do with Andre directly. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I but, think it's just like a nice mood setter. Yeah. I'm just like, ah. No, but it, I don't know, it gave me a weird vibe at first. It was making me think of um, Dr. Strangelove. Just in that, the only thing I know about Dr. Strangelove is him writing the... The bomb? The bomb. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it gave me very similar things to that, like... A dark yeah. comedy, and that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. It's a weird scene. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like also the way it cuts, like the way you he starts floating away before it shows him floating away. Yeah. So it's just like ah, and everybody on the ground is like oh. No, I like that though. Yeah, I like it too. It just it makes it feel like it's not like real. I guess. Also, the concept of a hot air balloon in like the fourteen hundreds is weird. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, weird and lopsided. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I and was... When... No, go ahead. When he crashes, it's, like, a freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It, you could tell that they stopped, like, ten feet before you actually... Yeah. Get, and then they sped... Or, like, they zoomed they in. They zoomed in, uh-huh. It was funny. Um... <laughs> no, I was... I'm kind of curious, though, how they filmed it. Like, was there another hot air balloon? Yeah, I should have looked into this. Yeah. I guess 
That's dumb. Helicopters existed. Helicopters existed. But that's not in the 1400s. No, that's actually when this film was made. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a documentary. <laughs> that's um, how good he is. He's like, I'm gonna bring a camera back to the 1400s. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, I hate when I think of or someone thinks of a joke, and I want to expand on it, but I'm thinking of too many different ways. To yeah, do it. so yeah. then I just give us all of it. <laughs> Give us three jokes and we'll and we'll choose our options. Oh, it's, it's like, like a, a choose your own adventure type exactly, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is. Oh, we'll have pop ups on there. We'll record every conversation variation. based on the different yeah. jokes, and then and then uh, the people listening will choose. There will be like a pop up that says, "Do you want him to make this joke, or this one, or this one?" Honestly. If we actually did that... That'd be so cool. Yeah. And I think we'd, like, start a trend. Yeah. Trendsetters. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, maybe be the, not, because the Bandersnatch... Of... Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Bandersnatch didn't set a trend. Yeah. But I feel like, um... I think it got people thinking, thinking about, about it. it. But also, like, it's been a short time since. Yeah. But also, also, it's, like, not the first thing, so maybe there's other stuff that sort of have set that trend mm. because like choose your own adventure type things have been around forever it's just yeah. more commonly in gaming than in film yep. um oh and then i can't remember if this is part of the same sequence or the next sequence mm-hmm. but there's more dumb horses oh my god no how but this dare one you? looks pretty this is like... beautiful yeah, it's like that's okay. You know how we talked about our favorite shots mm-hmm. in the previous episode? That's I I've decided I'm gonna decide my favorite shot for every Tarkovsky movie. Okay. And some of the later ones, it's like obvious. Like there are lots of great shots, but there are like a few that are like clear standouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have officially decided on this viewing. I should say this was was my third time seeing it. By the way. Yeah, my first. Um, yeah. Um, I officially decided my favorite shot will get there, but the horse one with it rolling around is up there. Nice. That's a great shot. Um, and I'll, I don't know, remind me if you can, when we get to the end of the film or whatever, or talking about, talking about it, to remind me of this scene and like what someone said about it. Sorry, this is so vague, (laughs) but I want to talk about this scene later. In okay. relation to everything else. Okay, okay. The um, horse bit? Yeah, the horse bit. Okay. Um, and then... There's some walking around. Oh, why am I summarizing? God. Yeah, um, I, I want to not summarize, but I feel like there's so much to go through. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's it's easiest to do it with, like, chronologically. Yeah. Okay, uh, chapter two is the bit with the jester, right? Mm-hmm. Thoughts on this? I think it was it was fun and cool. I was a bit confused why they like arrested him or whatever. Okay. Um yeah, I feel like it's just because he's like being crass and and having fun. And okay. they're like, "Hey, this is Russia in the 1400s. <laughs> you can't have fun." It's it's not literally that though, right? It's not just No, it, it's like uh he was like insulting the priests 
Yeah. And, like, being... Like, it has to do with the fact that he's just, like, crude and mm-hmm. mean and stuff. Okay. Oh, and I'm also like... confused. Yeah. Are they just, like, um, wise men? Priests? They're... Well, they're Is priests the same thing? and... Uh, wise men are... That's not a job. Yeah. That's just the guys who gave stuff to Jesus. Okay. You're a wise man if specifically you were hired to go kill a baby and then you ended up giving it gifts instead. Okay. So there were no other wise men besides those The three? Yeah. There have been wise men. Okay. (laughs) But they weren't, like, the wise men. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, like, they're painters. Yeah. These guys. And, like, they're... I don't know if they're, they're not priests in, like, the sense that they're, like, preaching to people, mm-hmm. but they're, like, in the, I think parish is the wrong word for this, Yeah. but, like, that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're, like, monk-type guys, cool. but not monks. This reminds but, me... Yeah, I don't know. Of, oh, I suck at everything. Um, I can't <laughs> remember the show... Remember the show I was talking about? It was written by the same writer as the favorite, Yorgos Lanthimos. Oh, the Great. Yeah, the Great. That show. It's about Russia in eighteen hundreds, I believe. Anyways, yeah, roughly. Um. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, it's on Hulu. Check it out. It's fun. Anyways, there's a monk priest guy in there that's like um friends with the king uh-huh. of Russia. And I think that's, but he's not, like, a real priest. Like, he doesn't go to congregations and, like, do his thing. But he, like, advises the king and, like, think about this in a religious context. Oh. I think that's what these guys... So that's what they do? I think so. I don't think they do. I don't think they're advising anyone. I think they just paint. No, but I think they're the same type of people. They're not priests, but they're They're, on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was a dumb tangent. Just for me to understand. Okay, that's Everyone. acceptable. Um, Except, instead of talking to kings, they paint. Yeah. And now we we understand their career paths. <laughs> nice. Um. Okay, yeah, okay. When they're walking around, like before they go inside the, the house, hut, um, building, barn. barn thing, that shot... Like, I, I, I can't talk, jeez. Every time I see it, I was going to say every time, but then I'm like, I, I feel like I haven't seen it enough to say, say every time. actually this is the case every time. But that shot with them walking and he's like, oh, I'm never going to see that tree again. Like, that hits me. And I have no idea why. I'm just like, this is gorgeous. Like, this is incredible. It's like such an atmosphere. I feel like if I knew the story they were going to go on. Yeah, then... I, I'm sure the first time I saw it, yeah. I I didn't feel any special way about it. Yeah. Um. No, but that scene's also funny in my mind, because when he said that, I was like, oh, I know exactly what type of movie this is going to be. Mm-hmm. If someone says that, like, I feel yeah. like people understand. Like, You're oh, like, this... all right, time for philosophy. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, um, okay, um, I just love, I don't know if we want to, like, get into themes yet. Um, yeah. But, like, the the jester bit, I think, is, like, very, 
I don't know. The first time I saw it, I was like, I don't get what's happening. Yeah. During that. I think it has a good payoff, though. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And then it, it happened, and I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. No, but, like, the whole... I mean, obviously, a lot of the movie is, like, a critique on, like, how organized religion functions and, like, how that sort of clashes with, like, what God may or may not actually believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I like this bit because it's showing, like, like, he's this innocent guy, essentially, but he's, like, unholy, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, we have to punish this behavior, even though, like, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And I feel like there's another scene later that, like, that reinforces that concept. But, I don't know. It's a very cool introduction to it. <laughs> and um, the rain in the scene. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. That's, like, that, like, almost nostalgic for me. I'm like, my soul is so full when I watch that scene. I'm like, ah, rain. <laughs> I can't, I literally can't explain it. But, like, the atmosphere of, like, less so Ivan's childhood, just because he's a less experienced director. But, like, this movie and through all the rest, there are, like, moments where I'm just, like, blown away by the fact that they exist. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I'll sort of talk about that more. But, like he's just so good at, like, making an atmosphere. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Oh, also in this scene, I love, so they're using a wide-angle lens, and I love it focuses on a person sometimes, and then you can see the edges being distorted. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah, and I feel like that's such a weird choice for this type of movie. Mm -hmm. Because, like, every time I think about this, I never think about, like, lenses that distort anything in the frame. And, like, it's so, like, clear. I don't know. It's a very weird, like, choice for that moment, but it works. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to decipher it and, like, oh, what does this mean, but... I didn't get anything, but, um... Yeah, it was, it was I don't cool. know. I feel like there's not a lot... Maybe if I thought more about it, I feel like there's not a lot technically that I can be like, this has... That I can really get into the significance of just with my mind. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I feel like the dialogue is most of the stuff where I'm like... Or, like, the events, I guess, mm-hmm. are the stuff where I'm like, this is... Obviously, it all has significance. I just, I know the significance of some of it and not of, like, the technical choices, I guess, or less of the technical choices. Sorry, I gotta write something down to make sure I remember. Oh, yeah, I should just write down the horse thing. Yeah. Sorry, keep talking. Um, uh, I don't know if we want to move past this chapter. Um... I think so, because, yeah, they, I already said they arrest him, Yeah. and then I don't th- also, think anything happens after that. I, mm, I guess, spoiler warning, but, like, also, this isn't really that type of movie. Yeah. Later in it, we'll, I'll, I'll be more wary with spoilers. Yeah. But, like, this is, like, 20 minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. and um, it's just, like, slow walking around. Yeah. Also, I don't... 
I think no matter what, you should watch this before listening because I don't know how engaging this will be if you don't. Yeah, that's true. Maybe our points will be like very. Yeah. Sammy waves his hand um, in the air. Yeah, in like vague. Yeah. And and. Uh, not high concept, not in smartness yeah, or intelligence, but, but just in vagueness. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, what do you think of Theophanes? The um, Greek, to be specific. I don't know. He was. I don't know. I think, honestly, I didn't grasp everything that was going on at that moment, because. So he tells them, or mostly Andre, to go paint in some church or whatever, right? And then Uh he goes away, and then, yeah, I don't know. Okay, did you... I don't want to, like, talk down to you in any way, so this maybe is, like, an obvious thing, but I don't think I... Well, okay, I should say the first time I saw this, I don't think I got anything. Like, I was just like, what's... why... Why is this happening? Which is weird, because this was the last Tarkovsky I saw. I'd seen all his other stuff. Yeah, that is weird. And I liked all his other stuff, and then I watched this, and I was like, I'm lost. (laughs) For some reason. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, When he and Kirill are talking in the church, Mm -hmm. and Kirill's like, man, you're so much better than Andre, because you, like, have soul in your artwork. Um... So in that moment, he offers Kirill the job to yeah, come yeah. paint. But then when it comes time, he's like, I want Andre. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, ah, that's depressing. Um, no, yeah, okay, now I know, sorry, now I understand, I, like, I know what you're talking about now. Because honestly, yeah. I'd kind of, I know, <laughs> I'd forgotten that part, but where he's laying down in the white building... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I feel really stupid right now, because I totally, like, for a solid just minute there, just forgot about that. It. Yeah. Um, also, uh, when it's, like, snowy, in, like, their church thing, mm-hmm. that's so beautiful. Yeah. And, like, later on, there's more of that, and I think it's... I don't want to say better later on, but, like, that scene is more significant to me, the later one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just looks cool. Um, um, I think they also talk about, like, an increase in knowledge is, like, increase in sorrow and, like, stuff like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, I've heard that before, and I've thought that before, but it was nice. Yeah. Just the, I don't know. <laughs> No, it's, this is a weird movie because there's, like, so much dialogue Mm -hmm. that's so significant that it's, like, hard to get a lot out of all of it, I guess. I feel like... Like, there's so much I've barely even thought about. I've just, like, watched and been like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't want to make any theories yet because I've only seen this once, but... I feel like the reason maybe it's broken up into sections is because after each section, maybe you should, like, reflect and, like, yeah, think about... Yeah, possibly. But, I don't know, now I'm thinking that's not the case because this was shown in a theater when they didn't have streaming services. So yeah. So, like, that probably wasn't his intent. 
Yeah, maybe he knew. Oh, yeah. He's like, I filmed stuff in the 1400s and in the two, 2000s or yeah. something. He's like, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. I like to think that he couldn't think of streaming services, obviously, but he was like, people will be able to pause film. I and mean... Re- and sit and reflect. Yeah, and sit and reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think, yeah, like each chapter is like kind of its own thing. And, like, saying its own thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, they build off of each other. And I think, like, you can obviously reflect on all of them, having seen all of them. But I just think it's easier now that you can pause yeah, to be, like, that bit did that. Mm-hmm. And then sort of accumulate. Much like a book. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh. Okay, the bit when Kira leaves is, I think, very cool. Because, like, he's trying to point out, like, the issues within a church. Like, he uses mm-hmm. the House of Prayer versus Den of Thieves thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's become a money thing rather than... But then, like, I like that moment because he's pointing out, like, this is an issue with the church. But then later, you realize, oh, he doesn't... Like, that's not his concern. He was just jealous of Andre and, like, yeah. that, that Andre got that position. Mm-hmm. Which is another reflection of, like, problems that the church creates. Which, like, that's not inherently a religious thing, I guess. Jealousy. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I think it's it's interesting that he's, like, using... He's projecting one problem in order to hide the fact that there's another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super cool. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't have... I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this part. And honestly, I'm mixing up sections. I, I should have wrote when they happened. Anyways, when the pagans come... Are we ready for yeah, that? Yeah, uh, I have one thing oh, to okay. say. Okay, there's a scene... I don't know if... You haven't gotten to this because you mixed up sections. Like, I don't know if you have anything to say about this or not. Um, but there's the scene when with Theophanes and Aunt Theo... Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Theophanes. That sounds right. But probably with different enunciations. Inflections, yeah. Inflections? Enun- enunciations? That's a word. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay, when they're by the river, mm-hmm. that's, like, in terms of dialogue, that's maybe the most interesting scene to me. Um, because, like, his whole thing is, like, we don't need to... Like, people aren't inherently sinners if they don't know, like, the if they're ignorant, I guess. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's such an interesting... And, like, this is where, like, I feel like the... Like, trying to... I guess anti-religious, but only in terms of, like... It's it's never a movie that's, like, anti-God. Mm-hmm. Or, like, saying it doesn't... Like, he doesn't exist or anything like that. Um, but it's, like, cri- criticizing the ways we... That humans pretend they think they know mm-hmm. what God is trying to achieve. Yeah. And I feel like that's where that conversation really starts is he's, like, we have no way of, like, understanding, like, what's actually a sin, because we aren't God. Mm -hmm. And there's that, like, 
Okay, I also want to ask you about this. There's the there's the crucifixion scene. Oh yeah. I I still like I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a depiction of Jesus or if it's like an imagined depiction of Jesus based in 1400s Russia mm-hmm. or if it's just a separate crucifixion happening in Russia or if it's a like reenactment without actual death involved of Christ. Did that make any sense? Yeah. No, I think it'd be silly to think, honestly, that it was just a crucifixion and it has, like, no meaning besides... Well, I mean, it's clearly, like, thematically about Jesus. Yeah. I just don't know what's literally going on in the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Because I've always, in the past, I've always been like, oh, they're Russian people doing a reenactment of the bible oh no i but he was this really time being yeah hung though yeah. yeah that's this time in my mind i like i imagined it's in andre's mind the crucifixion of christ except mm-hmm. with the setting that yeah. they're in yeah if that makes sense um no yeah i think I i've always imagined assumed it's literal yeah and i feel like it's not at all like this time I watched it. Wait, what is literal in your sense? Like, As in, like it's actually happening in Russia at oh, the time. You don't think so? No, this time I feel like, oh, this is just like an imagining a or... depiction of whether it's like in his mind or just like a showing the concept of the crucifixion of Christ, except in Middle Ages Russia. Mm-hmm. Hmm. which like obviously it's drawing that parallel but i've never like understood what it is literally if that makes sense yeah yeah um yeah i thought it was like literally happening like a guy being crucified yeah okay it might also be that i don't know yeah um um but since we were talking about setting right now yeah i think i don't know this is a good place to talk about it i was i don't know we should have done research but I'm curious why Tarkovsky chose, like, Andrei Rublev in this specific... Or not this specific moment, because it's not a specific moment. It's over decades. But I'm curious why he chose, like, someone from the 1400s. I don't think you can speak on this, but I think it's... I don't know. It's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming you're aware that he was a real guy. Yeah, yeah, Um, But... I don't know, like, I think the thing is, like, he's very renowned as, like, an artist. Mm. Um, I don't know how, like, I, like, I think the, the events are pretty accurate, but, like, probably all the philosophical conversations, like, are just stuff Tarkovsky's, like, saying for himself Mm -hmm. through this character. Um, yeah, I... I don't know. I should have looked into this more, but yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, so now we're good to go to the pagan part, I suppose. Yeah. I love this scene. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of fun, honestly. Yeah, you're like, ah, yeah, people. <laughs> Naked. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a dumb comment. I was like, Andre trying to sneak a peek. Yeah. Like, honestly, and yeah. like, that's, 
weirdly the point of the scene. Mm-hmm. I... When I was watching, I wrote, Pagan Party, best scene. <laughs> and I don't know if it's, like, officially my favorite scene, but, like, this is one of, one of the ones I think about the most. Mm-hmm. I also feel like it's the most, like, in terms of what it's saying, this is, like, clear. Yeah. Like, you know it's being, like, oh, these people don't have to be sinners just because they're, like, going about their lives in a way that's, like, viewed as sinful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a... I don't know. Like, it feels so smart and, like, mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. Um, like, people aren't sinners just for, like, living their lives and having fun and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when she kisses him, and he's like, whoa. And you're like, man, this guy's so repressed. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. Um, I will... I do have to say, though, she sucks at swimming. She's, like, yeah. terribly slow. But they... She got away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good for her then. Yeah. Um I I wrote that. What? I wrote Pagan Lady Sucks at Swimming though. <laughs> nice. I, I saw I'm like, oh I also put a comment, but I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. And then I, <laughs> She like didn't put her head below water at all. Yeah. She was just like it was just the arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, that's stupid yeah and i didn't see her feet kick up until yeah. at the very end mm-hmm. um dumb mm-hmm. and i might be misremembering this but i feel like she only looked this way for like the camera she didn't like move her head you know? yeah she didn't move her head in any way yeah i thought she had it straight up <laughs> <laughs> just, just water. looking forward yeah <laughs> um also i like Okay, so the bit, just everything with him in the canoe, like, it's weird because it feels so distant from whatever's happening, mm-hmm. even though, like, it, people are literally dying right in front of them. Yeah. Like, the guy gets killed right there, and the boy, like, sh- like averts his eyes or something. Oh, no, the... Or the his lady covers or, his yeah. eyes, yeah. But it feels, like, it feels so disconnected for some reason. And I think yeah. part part of that's in, like, how it's shot... And are also like part of partly his performance in how like passive he looks, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a weird scene. Yeah. Um. I think I don't know if we how much we want to theorize, but I think maybe the reason it's shot like that and it feels separate because like although they're religious, they can't do anything about it. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's... yeah. I don't know. I feel like... Also, maybe, I like... I feel the... stupid for trying to analyze Tarkovsky. Yeah, I know. It's... Yeah. Instead of, like, actually... Thinking about it. Clearly thinking about it. But I also think... He had a whole thing where he's like, No, I don't care about what you think about my movies. I just want you to feel my movies. Which oh, okay. is, like... That's, like, obvious. That's what people say about everything all the time. Mm-hmm. That's Tenet. They have that line... Yeah. Don't, don't think. Don't understand. Just feel it. But yeah. then the issue with Tenet is then he puts like an hour and a half of exposition yeah. that forces you to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, no. go ahead. This is a tangent, but I love that. Um, fudge. Um, never mind. Honestly, sorry. Maybe I'll take that out. That was so bad. I couldn't think of what I wanted to say. Like, I know what I want to say. I'll just say it. 
I love that some directors are like, no, this is how it is. But, like, I feel like most directors are like, no, it's up to interpretation. And, like, famously, um, Stanley Kubrick was, like, on The Shining and other things. It's like, oh, yeah, this, I'm not going to say. Yeah. Um, and David Lynch always, like, he never elaborates on his movies. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I couldn't, I can't think of the director who, like, outright came out and was like, no, this is what it means. But, sorry, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, okay, also, if we're trying to, like, analyze that moment at all, I guess it's, like, obviously the scene is, like, questioning the morality of how the church works. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's distance because like they're they're pretending like they're higher morally than the pagans because they're religious mm-hmm. and not like running around naked but like they're actually not because like they're obviously doing nothing to help them yeah and they're killing yeah so i don't know and i feel like that's also a moment where he's like am i like supposed to be a religious guy right now or like a a nice guy yeah. And it's also a moment where he's like, why are those two separate things? Mm-hmm. Like. They should be. Why, they should be one and the same. Yeah. Like, I should accept these people as people instead of judging them as sinners. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I don't, like, respect or believe in God. Yeah. Um. I was going to bring this up later, but we're kind of touching on it. Is the theme or the idea of blind faith and, like, not questioning that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure... You were talking about themes earlier, and I don't think you mentioned that. So I want to bring that up and just, like... I'm pretty sure that's, like... Yeah, I I feel like that's a big thing. deal. Yeah. Plus, like... I mean, I feel like that's a big thing sprinkled throughout, like, other themes. Like, with the Jester, it's, like, the same thing as with the Pagans, where, like, there's no reason he should be punished. Yeah. But, like, he is being punished. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, this blind faith reoccurs in every sequence, basically. But also when we're talking about the Greek guy, uh-huh. um, they were talking about, like, oh, questioning, like, what were you saying? Um, like, um, the bit, like, the... the like, people we consider sinners aren't necessarily yeah. actually sinners. Yeah. Just because they're ignorant. Yeah, exactly. So, basically, what I was thinking, I don't know, I'm just reiterating, just the blind faith theme, in that, yeah, you just, they're assuming all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I, like, lost motivation. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Like, <laughs> I understand. Keep speaking about I think it, it's just... Like, throughout, again, I think it's, like, the assumption that they, there's, like, the assumption of, like, in, like, a very strict way to be religious. Yeah. And he's, like, he doesn't really get that. Which I think, like, that's also something with his art, I think. Because early on, they're, like, he doesn't, like, he's not passionate in his art in Mm -hmm. the same way Theophanes is. And, like, that's probably why, is because he, like, feels, like, spiritually, like, he's questioning his faith, I guess. 
Um, okay, then the bit with the prince's mansion. This is, I feel like this is maybe the least memorable part. Also, the sound design freaks me out because the little girl is laughing. Yeah. And it, like, echoes and, like, is weirdly loud mm-hmm. and I'm, like, disturbed by it. And it doesn't sound like a little girl laughing. And I, I'm pretty sure it's dubbed yeah. over. Like, that freaks me out. But the camera movement and, like, the, the dust in the air, I that's one of my favorite things in the movie. Yeah, that... Yeah, that might be up there for one of my favorite shots. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so... Ah, I don't know. It, like, it gets me excited. <laughs> like, there's... I don't know. This is, I feel like, one of the big things with Tarkovsky for me. And this is sort of... I already said this because he has, like, such distinct atmospheres. So this is sort of part of that. But, like, they feel very textured in that, like... I don't know. Yeah. Like, you can feel the, the cold... Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned with the rain, like how I have like an excited nostalgic feeling whenever it's raining. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like I, he's really good at, like capturing a lot of like layers mm-hmm. to, elements. I guess. Yeah, and I think that's fitting for, I guess all his movies, but I haven't seen them. But for mm-hmm. this movie especially, just because the idea, of like religion and painting, all these layers. And, like, everything, I don't know, feels culminated and, like, put together. Like, Mm -hmm. he really cares. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, okay, there is a part, I still don't understand this. And maybe I'm just bad at reading subtitles, but when they get ambushed in the woods. Like, it's a cool scene, but I, like, I've seen it three times and I still don't know why. Yeah. But I think... So there's the raid stuff later on, which mm-hmm. is the guy's brother trying to take over, like, his place. Yeah. So I think that's, like, the first bit of that, when they're, like, first attacked. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. And it's, like, cool, because the guy's eyes get gouged out, and you're oh, like, ah, yeah. oh, man, violence. Yeah. But, like, I, yeah, that's a scene where I'm like, do I know what's going on? Yeah. And then I think about it, and I'm like, no. I don't think so. <laughs> um, and then what happens after this? Uh, the next thing I wrote down is the bit with the raid. Yeah, I think there's stuff in or I feel like there's stuff in between those. Yeah, um, I think this is the part where I started to understand the movie. Okay. Because I was like, <laughs> that's like a good hour and a half into the movie, probably. Or how far is it? Um, when I don't did know. You, I mean, obviously you don't know, but when you paused at what point in the movie and was this before or after? Oh, like when I had, yeah, I ate dinner in between this. Um, when did I do that? I did that, I don't even, I don't know, sorry. Okay. Um, no, but basically I was like, why doesn't he want to paint? And then I was like, oh, oh. he's struggling with Yeah, it's the scene where he throws beliefs. the paint on the wall mm-hmm. and the the mute girl is introduced. Yeah. Um, also, she's a great, like, she's one of the more interesting characters, in my opinion. Or, um, interesting is the her... wrong word. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, oh, she's, like, a character character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are, like, like four or five characters who I'm like, this is, like, significant mm-hmm. in the movie. Or six, I'll say. Okay. It's the three priests, the Greek guy, the mute girl. This is going to be seven. The jester and the, the kid at the end. 
Yeah, okay. That sounds That's good. That's my thinking. Um, I don't know. Are, are, are all three priests really important, though? Uh, I kind of... Daniel less so. Yeah. Kirill and Andre, yeah, I feel yeah. like... I mean, obviously Andre. But Kirill is, like, definitely important. Yeah. Daniel less so. Yeah. I don't even remember what he does. He just... I think the most significant scene at the beginning when he's leaving, they, like, pray together. Mm. And he's like, I'm your friend. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Um... um but yeah, that's at that point I was like, oh, I understand he's struggling with the religion. Yeah, and like wanting the paint yeah. and yeah. I think that's a cool bit. Um, it feels like very I don't know. There are a couple scenes in that church where you're like, man, this is the like this is art. Like this is this is the struggle of being an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, like within the scene. I also love that it's like all white. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then when he, like, splashes the paint, it's, like, so dark. Mm-hmm. That's such a good contrast. Um, I don't think this is significant, but one of the, like, painter friends that he looks kind of, like, kiddish, he leaves. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that, I mean, like, it's not, like, insanely significant, but it does show, like, I guess how... How much he's like struggling because they've they've been there for like so long mm-hmm. and he hasn't really done anything. Um, oh yeah, that's a not a complaint, but something I was kind of confused about throughout the whole movie is the concept of time and like how much is moving. It is weird because I didn't understand that they were there for a while. For a while. Yeah, it moves very weirdly in terms of time. Yeah. Um, like the obvious indicators are like it says the year at the beginning of chapters. Mm-hmm. But, like, some of the chapters span, like, months, and mm-hmm. then some of the chapters are, like, literally just a literal half hour yeah. or something. So it's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, so then the raid. The, okay, what do you, do you have any thoughts on the raid scene? Um, I like the very end, or not the very end, but, like, towards the end. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a great slow motion. I was gonna bring that end. up. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the raid is like the part where I I feel least like engrossed. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, this is a cool scene. Mm-hmm. But then the raid when it's outside, I I'm like, this is cool. But then once it's in the cathedral, I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Um. Because there's like significant stuff in that in terms of like what he does Mm -hmm. and uh we'll go ahead and not spoil this i guess okay but he does something very significant that like influences the rest of the movie yeah and like that's such a moment and like it feels like so significant i yeah i feel cheated though because you don't really see it Mm -hmm. and like that's such a it's such a cool like camera setup Mm -hmm. because i feel like also, I feel like at this point, we've sort of not followed him for, like, a good portion. Yeah. Like, the whole raid, he's not... He's in the cathedral, yeah. and essentially. There, there's, like, a whole bit of setting up the raid and, like... Yeah. yeah. So we haven't, like, seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like once he comes back into the movie, I'm, like, really in it again. Yeah, for I'm sure. like, this is... I don't know. Everything in that cathedral is, like... 
gorgeous to me. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, one person who they're, like, torturing, and then who gets, like, dragged out by a horse. Yeah. That's, like, terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, I don't know how they shot that. I'm assuming it's, yeah. like, a fake person type thing. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, also, I should just mention this. I don't, like, it doesn't factor into my opinion a ton, but we mentioned how they killed that cow in Come and See. I should mention a lot of, like, the violence against horses and stuff in this scene was actual violence against yeah. horses. So that's not good. Yeah. But if I remember, it's not, like, significant. Like, there's a horse that falls off a balcony, <laughs> which is so weird. Yeah. But, like, it's, it seems like it's fine. It's just yeah. not... It'll never or, like, it's again. hurt, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, like, dead or bleeding. Yeah. And I don't know to what degree it has broken limbs or bones or anything. Mm. But, yeah. So that's a thing that's not cool. Yeah. But, like, obviously it doesn't, like, detract significantly, but I just feel like it's a thing mm-hmm. I should bring up. Yeah. 60s were a different time. Bad at... Bad at... Rights. Yeah. Animal rights. <laughs> yeah, Animal I always think that's specifically. funny when watching an older movie and you see, like, animal violence and you're like, you have to, like, take a second thought and you're like, oh, yeah. they didn't have CG. Like, that yeah, was that's always weird to me. Um, I can't remember Wouldn't the first it be time dumb if Andre Rublev had CG? Yeah, like, he was, <laughs> he was like George Lucas and went back and... He's like, oh, I'm mad it. that I... Killed this real horse. I'm gonna animate a horse being killed there. <laughs> for the for the Andre Rublev re-release. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um Um Yeah, so the slow-mo yeah. shot where Okay, yeah, slow-mo shot. Again, we won't spoil this. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it's gorgeous. The first time I saw this movie. I was, like, I was pretty disappointed with it, and then the second time I saw it on the big screen, and I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. But, yeah, the first time this was a shot where I was like, oh, this is cool. Also partially because I was, like, a shallow person at the time. I'm assuming based on the fact that I was bored the whole movie and then was like, whoa, (laughs) slow-mo. But, like, it's a gorgeous shot. (laughs) It's interesting (laughs) you say that, that you were shallow. Because you'd seen all the previous films. Yeah, and liked them. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the time, I would have said this was, like, second or third least favorite. But I wouldn't have said it was least favorite. Hmm. Probably. And maybe that's just because... Maybe it was, and I was just like, oh, but it's one of the best ones. So I was just, like, biased from everybody else's opinions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know my it's hard to figure out what my actual opinions were at the time yeah because like i say all of this i was very disappointed with it and found a lot of it boring and i still gave it like five stars when i first watched it (laughs) yeah so like clearly i was just bad at expressing my actual opinions yeah um um this is a tangent but i want to talk about this because this is significant to I don't know the way I think about movies, but I'm so glad I'm watching them now because I think about you and I'm like, damn, I wish I was like Sammy and watched a bunch of movies. You're, you, you're doing it the right way. Yeah. I, I like that. I'm, I'm at a point where I have to revisit all the stuff that I watched when I was younger because I don't 
know how much I actually like it. Yeah. Because A, I'm a lot, like, I enjoy these types of movies more than I did mm-hmm. when I actually watched them, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, like, I'm very glad I watched a ton of them because I do think, like, the fact that I just watched a ton of movies, like, slow, art house philosophical movies... Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the thing that, like, seeing a ton of those is the reason I can now enjoy them. Yeah. I feel like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like, I remember, like, this is a good example. I remember first seeing Space Odyssey and being like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, this is so slow. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, I watched it years later after having seen, like, Tarkovsky movies and, like, stuff of that kind. And I'm like, this is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's very cool to revisit things that, like, were too slow or something Mm -hmm. much later when you're, like, more used to that type of thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My example for that is Citizen Kane. When we watched it here my first time, I I liked it, but I was like, whatever. And then I had my film history class, Uh and then we ended... Not with that movie, but, like, basically with... It was near the end, yeah. Yeah. And then I was, like... Like, I watched it twice in, like, two days or something. Yeah, one with commentary, right? Yeah, one was... That's... Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I also think Citizen Kane and probably Tarkovsky movies are things that, like, don't work as well if you're watching with a person also. Mm, yeah. Because, like, I feel like Citizen Kane... If you're watching with someone, I feel like you always want to watch a fun movie when you're watching something with someone. Yeah. And Citizen Kane isn't, like, a fun movie, and yeah. I think it's an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, it feels very, like, I guess less significant when you watch it and someone is right next to you. Like, it's yeah. less engrossing, and I feel like watching Citizen Kane on my own, I'm always like, wow, like, this is mm-hmm. a movie. But whenever I watch it with people... I'm like, it's it's fine. I don't know. I feel like we could watch it right now. I'm I'm sure again because we've both seen it and we both love it now. Yeah. But like showing it to people who haven't seen it, I feel yeah. like it's a different thing. Yeah. I remember I showed Citizen Kane to to friends once, and I was like, oh, it's the best movie ever made. And they fell asleep. And they fell asleep. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then they were like okay, why is it considered the best movie ever made after? And I couldn't, like, think of anything to say just because I was like, oh, they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's depressing. So speaking of slow-mo... Oh, um, yeah, okay. Th- just, that's a great shot. And the sound design, oh, it goes silent. Incredible. They splash in the water, and the water goes to... I was like, gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling you about this with Ivan's childhood when he when the water splashes on the mom. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's in slow mo. I was like, always look out for like him using elements, especially in slow mo. It's so beautiful, mm-hmm. and like, it seems so dumb to be like, oh, this slow mo shot was amazing, and spend five minutes on yeah. it. But like, it's so, I don't know. It's like transcendent is the word that comes to mind but like it's that's the wrong word like transportative transportative it transports you Mm -hmm. is that a word (laughs) no what transportative 
Mm, oh, but transport is. Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. Isn't it transient? No, transient is like stuff changes over time. Transport mm. is like I went from one place to another. Like transportation. You know <laughs> that? Yeah. Um, no, it's... What's the word? It's... Erythral. Ethereal. Ethereal. Uh-huh. Um, Gosh, that was awful. Yeah. Um, um, oh, euphoric. That's another Euphoric one. is a good one, yeah. It feels like you're on one level of existence mm-hmm. slash emotion, and then it just, like, hops you up to the next one for a yeah. second, and then you come back down, and you're like, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is what I think we were saying with all of those words. Yeah. Um... um Okay, and the sound design is cool because it's, like, all silent except the, the sound of the water, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's good at making me feel things. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that sounded so weird. <laughs> I'm just going to take that clip out. Yeah, like... that's the whole podcast. <laughs> He's good at making me feel things. Yeah. Um, um, okay, uh, I wrote a thing, but I, I can't even picture what this is. Oh, gosh! Okay, post-raid, he's in the cathedral still, mm-hmm. and there's a whole conversation that takes place. Okay. And then there's, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm trying to keep it kind of vague for spoilerish reasons. Yeah. Okay, it's a conversation with Theophanes. Yeah. I'll just say. But then there's a... There's another element to it that's yeah. interesting. How... When it starts snowing... Okay, yeah, yeah, And I'll just say this, and I'll tell people, skip 15 seconds ahead now. Basically, like, he's in his head. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, dead. Okay, that's just an amazing moment. Yeah. Um, that was definitely less than 15 seconds, so we're, we're good, I'm sure. I think, yeah, now you hit 15. Okay. Um, that's a cool moment. And that's one where I'm like, man, this is like, I don't know, it's, it's like, it's a cool moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can't remember, I wrote this quote, and I don't remember where it's from, honestly. It might be later, so sorry if it is, but... It's God will forgive you, but don't forgive yourself. And I don't I know. I think that's that scene. Yeah. Because in classic vow of silence fashion, I don't think he says anything else. This is true. <laughs> um, Except also, I don't think he Andre says that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. so. I think the other person in the conversation says that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was. Or maybe Andre does. I really like that quote. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and okay. then, do we want to go to Veil of Silence? Yeah, this bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this is one of the most, like, encapsulating things I've ever seen. Yeah. And I don't know why, but, like, it stresses me out so much. It like, just, it's, I'm like, this, like... My eyes hurt after watching this part because I'm just like watching so yeah. intently, and um, I I literally I still don't know why this stands out, like as opposed to like a bunch of other scenes that I think are like equally good, mm-hmm. and like 
not to say it's like absolutely my favorite part, but it's the part where I'm like most focused. I'm like most in this world during yeah. the vow of silence bit. Yeah, like you said earlier, once he comes back into the movie, it's like yeah, from there on out. Eyes. Yeah, even there's a bit when he goes out, but like all of that is mm-hmm. gorgeous in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I love the idea that he keeps the mute girl around to remember his sins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess it, I spoiled it a little, that he sinned. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. We'll but move on. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but I just love this part. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a character who comes back. Yeah. That's kind of spoilery, but I'll keep it vague. That whole bit is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sort of... I talked about it earlier, kind of. But, like, the way that's, that character is, like, trying to, like, figure out what he's going through. Mm-hmm. And also, like, this is uh, being way too specific for how vague I'm gonna be, but essentially he feels like he has to be punished. Mm-hmm. And not Andre, the other character... Um, although Andre also does. Yeah. And the priest is like, okay, here's your punishment. And he's so willing to accept it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, a whole thing that sounds impossible. Yeah. But like, he's like, yes, I'm, that's what, what I'm doing now. That's mm-hmm. my life from, from this point. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's so insane to me that he's like, he feels so awful. Mm-hmm. That he's like, okay, that's, like, I deserve this. Yeah. And he doesn't even, like, think Question about it. it. Yeah. That's insane to me. I also love the makeup in this scene, because they're older. Mm-hmm. And they have beard and wrinkly skin. Yeah. It is very good. It feels like so much time has passed, even though, like, the prior two hours, like, it feels like a vague amount of time has passed. Mm-hmm. But then here you're like, oh, they're they're getting old. Oh my god, I just had a dumb realization. You just said the past two hours, and I was like, oh yeah, this movie's like three hours. Yeah. Thinking about it, this flu... It, and the time, to be yeah, honest... Yeah, while watching, you're like, this is slow. Yeah. But like, thinking back, it feels like it goes by so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is probably something I would say about most of his movies. Which like, Ivan's Childhood is like an hour and a half, so that yeah. it feels like an hour and a half long movie. Yeah. Um, and also I think Mirror is, like, an hour and a half. Oh, weird. And that's, like, it, that seems like a short movie when looking back on it. Um, but, like, this one, yeah, it doesn't feel like, like, there's so much to it that you're, Mm -hmm. like, there's no, I just said something with the opposite reasoning I was (laughs) trying to make. (laughs) It's all good. Basically, I think... Yeah, there's so much that it, like, all gets condensed into your mind. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, this whole bit in the snow, though, and, like, the the Mongols come and they're, like, mm-hmm. flirting with the girl and whatever, that's yeah. a cool bit. Yeah. Not, like, they're annoying and Andre's mean in that scene, and the girl's annoying in that scene. I don't like anyone in that scene. I'm yeah. just, like, this is a good scene. Yeah, I don't know if... For me, if it was a good scene, because I, yeah, I was annoyed and I was like, yeah, every, I'm not on anyone's side. Yeah. 
Because, like, I don't want her to go with them, but I want her to do what she wants to do. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, mad at them and Andre I'm also and annoyed her. with her, because she's just, like, yeah. laughing and being... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a weird scene. But also, are they Mongols? Because they call them, like, Tartars or something? Yeah, that's a Mongol thing. Oh, okay. I know this from having read much historical nonfiction as a child. Nice. Um... Um... Okay, and then the last chapter, the bit with the bell. Yeah. This is the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is like, this is movies. <laughs> like, this is what it's all for. This yeah. is why we make art. Yeah. It's so good. It's funny, though, because it starts off kind of weird for me. Because... I I wouldn't disagree, necessarily. Yeah. Well, no, it's still cool, because, like, there's a famine or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so you see this boy and his fam- his whole family's died, and then I was like, okay, I don't care about you. And I figured he was gonna go away. Yeah. And it just sticks with him. Mm-hmm. That's so cool to me. Yeah. And, like, what's... What I love about it is, like... Oh. Like, obviously, when you see Andre again, you're like, oh, that's Andre, and I know he's significant, but if we saw this sequence first, like, you'd be like, oh, that's an important guy, but you wouldn't be like, this is the main character of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it never, fe- like, it always feels like it's about the kid. Yeah. And he's just, like, a feature to that story. Yeah. Which I think is, like, so cool. Yeah, and I, th- and I think that speaks to, like, I don't know, maybe getting older. And, like, people see you as a side character when you're old, but, mm-hmm. like, you can have profound, like, significance. Yeah, and also I think it's a moment, like, a lot, I mentioned this earlier, where he's, like, talking about, like, oh, like, just normal people mm-hmm. aren't, like, sinners. Yeah. And I feel like that's, this part is where that really comes, becomes, like, a full theme. Mm-hmm. Because, like, before you're like, oh, the pagans aren't sinners, necessarily. Um, and, like, the mute girl isn't a sinner, necessarily. And, like, you see normal people who, and, like, the jester, mm-hmm. who aren't necessarily sinners just because they're living their normal lives. But, like, this is when it becomes about one of those characters. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, telling that it's not Andre's story anymore. And I, they're, like, it's so powerful for, like, reasons I still can't put my finger on. Mm-hmm. Um, one part that we skipped, though, is the, I guess I'll just spoil it, the, when the jester comes back, we almost skipped that. Yeah. That, I freaked out. Yeah. I almost started crying. Yeah, same. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Um. That's insane. Yeah. And, I don't, I love it, but I don't know, I don't know what to think about it, honestly, because... So he's, like, yelling at Andre, and then Andre doesn't say anything, obviously, because Val was silent. Yeah. But, I don't know, I was like, what does Andre think? I don't know what Yeah, I think, I think that's, okay, two things. I think, A, the point is, like, you don't really know what he thinks, which is, like, because the vow of silence, but also, like, you're not sure where he is in terms of grappling with his faith at that moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's also a significant point in terms of where he's grappling with his faith. So, like, I don't know, I imagine his response is, like, similar to, like, how I felt, which is just, like, shock 
and like this is like obviously he's like not like whoa this is a great scene <laughs> yeah but like just like shock and sadness i think mm-hmm. because i think like again I-, I talked about like how that theme comes together with like the kid making the bell and i feel like there's also an element like he doesn't face any of these people well there's a character earlier i guess he faces again but i don't know like it's a similar function except these the two characters who come back respond to him in two different ways mm-hmm. where one feels so bad for like having sinned well okay that's another thing there are two different types of people so one wasn't punished and one was punished Mm-hmm. And so obviously the one who wasn't punished feels bad. Yeah. And the one who was is angry at him because he was punished. Mm-hmm. This is such that's vague good. nonsense if you no, haven't seen the movie. No, but that's so interesting to think about. Like, just what you said. The one that was punished is mad. And the yeah, one that wasn't punished is like... Yeah, is like, like for, wants forgiveness. Yeah. Because, like, the idea is the same that, like... I guess, well, no, uh, not really. I guess one character is seeking redemption, and I feel like the the second moment, Andre is the one who needs to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that also comes into play with his interactions with the kid making the bell. Yeah. Um, Man, this like this movie's so massive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the kid, I'm just going to summarize this little part. Yeah. He, they go up on the hill and like, oh, we need clay or whatever. I'm not yeah, quite sure Yeah, they can't why. find all the, for the, the right clay. Because they're like, oh yeah, yeah. here's clay. And he's like. And he's like, this is bad. Because yeah. he knows the secret. Or so. Yeah, or so he says. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then he like walks around and he falls down and he's like, wow, this is the great That's clay. That's also a gorgeous shot. Yeah. And then don't we see Andre across the river or something? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. That's a cool moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Everything with like in the pit mm-hmm. that like they dug. That's insane to me. Yeah. Like this is the 1400s. Guys dug with like their hands and shovels. Yeah. A giant. Pit. And it feels so real. Like. Yeah. I, like you're that. Yeah. I don't know. And that's another thing. I feel like that's such a. The way he uses, like, elements. Like, it feels like the mud is, like, so mud. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I can feel the mud. I can feel, like, the water. I can feel the heat. I don't know. And, like, also, there's a bit when it's just, like, a little cylinder mm-hmm. with, where the bell's being cast, and you're like, oh, this is crazy. And then there's another bit where it's, like, a whole, like, rows of people, like, doing work. Yeah. And I'm like, what? how does this even exist? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, they're like underground, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so wild. This is another thing, like, this is another part where, like, the, the way time passes is weird. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're, they're very much not working on the bell, and then suddenly they're, like, deep into working on the bell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I love this character, because, like, he's so determined. He's like, no, we have to make, like, a perfect bell. Mm-hmm. This is the same kid from Ivan's Childhood, right? I don't know. The same know. actor? Maybe. I thought so. Possibly. 
You might be right. Or at least the the kid from Ivan's childhood is definitely in here because I noticed he's in both movies. Oh, um, but this might not be him. Does he? Might he be. Is he? Um. There's some other kid in this in yeah. the bell bit. Yeah. He, is he that one might of those? Be him. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyways, I'll look into this. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. It's just. Oh, also. I was. Maybe I'll wait to say my favorite shot at the end, but it's in this sequence. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, and then the last part. I don't know if this is spoiler or not, because like in terms of like the experience, it kind of is, but like in terms of plot, it so isn't. Yeah. There's a bit with like there's a nice little montage of his paintings. Mm-hmm. This, this is a weird thing to me. Like I think it's a cool scene, and I'm like, yeah. But, like, everyone is, like, that's the scene that's, like, life-changing for me. And I'm, like, I don't... Yeah. I'm just, like, oh, cool paintings. Mm-hmm. To be honest, that's when I picked up my phone, and I was, like, oh. going on Letterboxd, because I thought it was over, and then I was, like, oh, wait, these there's are There's a lot of... Yeah. 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 They spend a good amount of time. And then there's the shot of the horse at the end. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Um, I wanted... I don't know, this is a stupid comment, but when they're casting the bell... And then they take off the cast, and there's a design on the bells. Like, how did they do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish we'd seen the guy carving that in the cast, or in the mold. Is that, that's really what they did? Cause that's yeah, what... I think so, because it solidifies that way. Yeah. So it has to be on the inside of That's just so clay. weird, because I, I don't know how you do that in mud and clay. Yeah, that's wild. But they did it. <laughs> Man. Also, when it rings, I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. Just in the, general. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I I watched one video about this, and they were like, yeah, everyone loves the end with all his paintings, and I was like... Yeah, I like it. I think yeah. it's a cool scene, but like, it's not one that stands out to me. Yeah. Like, to be clear, like, in terms of all movies ever, I think it's a scene that stands out. Just in this a movie that's filled with great scenes, it's not like one of my favorites yeah, exactly. of the movie. Except there's, uh, I'm going to still pretend this is spoilery because I don't really know. There's a significant shift in how it's shot. Yeah. That, like, makes it stand out, mm-hmm. obviously. Also, just the music is cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so that was Andre Tarkov, or <laughs> Andre Rublev. Um, oh, Yeah. Okay, you had a few things to say at the end, but also say what you were just going to say. No, nothing, just the same video that I was talking about just a second ago. The guy mentioned, oh, they have the same first name. He said something about how, oh, basically, you said this too about, we don't know exactly what Andrei Rublev was saying, but Tarkovsky is like speaking through through him, and he was like, they have the same name, and it's just another like... I don't know. Maybe that was a reason where he's like, I need a, like, obviously I don't think he was specifically like, I want to find a religious Andre from history, but I think it's like, I want to find a figure I can like express stuff through that doesn't feel like I'm just making it about myself rather than that figure. Yeah, exactly. Because I think like the raid stuff is probably like historical. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm assuming... 
um, and, like, stuff like that. And I'm sure accounts of, like, he didn't paint for months. Yeah. I'm sure that's real. Um, but, yeah, I should look into this. Okay, before our our other last things, I just want to mention, this is, like, obviously one of his earlier stuff. Earlier things? Movies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this was when Russia was like, yeah, this is our guy. Nice. Like, they were still a fan of him. And I think... If I remember correctly, I didn't look into it again, but, like, the reason with this is, like, the Soviet government was trying to be, like, very secular, mm-hmm. and this was, like, questioning, um, like, organized religion and stuff, which is, the fact that they were like, yeah, this is anti-religion is a gross misunderstanding of this movie, <laughs> yeah. but, like, good for, that's classic Soviet government is mm-hmm. gross misunderstandings of things. <laughs> yeah. And, like, good for him for... Obviously, this movie probably got a lot of money, mm-hmm. or like a lot of money went into it, mm-hmm. um, and was successful, I guess, because he made more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to put the what is it the the earnest on you. That's not the word. The there's some some word. I don't want to put the responsibility on you to do this but if you want i would like an update on what russia thought on each movie yeah that's kind of my intention with the next one there's other contextual stuff i want to talk about because okay so the next one is solaris Mm -hmm. and he made it as a response to space odyssey sort of um so i want to talk about that cool and then with the later ones especially i'll talk about like the yeah i'll talk about like his life and the government. Also, there's, like, a ton of weird, like, trivia with Stalker that it will that will be super interesting. Sweet. I don't know. Yeah. There's... I think, like, there's a lot of, like, really interesting stuff that kind of, like, build up the value of each movie for me. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, how it was, like, made and, and how people responded to it and stuff. Um, okay... Stuff you were going to say about the horse. Yeah. So, it has really nothing to do with the horse, but the thing... I should really... I don't know. Maybe I'll do it in the notes. But I keep referencing this video, so I should probably give this person credit. Anyways, Uh I don't remember their name, so I'll do it later. Um, But he talked about how uh, he read this article or this blog post from a, like, 14-year-old girl that read it and, like... Or that wrote it, the blog post. Uh-huh. And she was trying to dissect the film, and she was like, what does the horse mean? Blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, it probably doesn't mean anything. And this film gets overanalyzed. And then I was like, I just want to bring up the fact that this film gets overanalyzed, probably. Yeah. And I don't know if that's... That's obviously not a fault of the film. Mm-hmm. Or um, Tarkovsky, but... I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Okay, I I wanted to say two things about this. That's sort of like, I think he even notices this. Like I was saying, he's like, I want you to like feel my movies yeah. up front and then like think about them later. I, I so hope I'm not like quoting like David Lynch about this or something. Because I know Lynch has said that. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like this is a thing Tarkovsky said, and I'm pretty sure, but, like, I apologize if he never said this. Yeah. 
Um, but no, like, yeah, he's, I feel like he's very much like, I want you to like experience a thing. And like his movies feel like that, Mm -hmm. especially his later ones. This one has a lot of talking. Um, not that his later ones don't, but just like, this is a, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You'll understand when you see more of his stuff, I think. Um, but, uh, also, I think there's, I think the thing with the horse, like, I'm not saying this is, like, direct symbolism, but, like, I think it's very much, like, look at this natural, like, beauty, and, like, it's the same sort of idea of, like, these people aren't sinners just for living, Mm -hmm. like, it's just a beautiful thing just Um. because it exists, and, like, there's no way to, like, judge it. I like that idea. And so that's sort of how I look at it. Cool. Not that I've, like, thought about this a ton in the past. I just, like, that's that's a reading of it that sort of makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Okay, you wrote another thing also. No, the other thing was Blind Faith, but we talked about that. Oh, okay. That. Um, uh, okay, do you have a favorite shot? Um, no, I, yeah, I didn't, like, think of one, but... Okay. I decided my favorite shot officially this time, because, like, this is the moment where I'm like, this, like, this is it. Um, I think it's in the bell part, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, watching them make the bell, and then it goes into his imagination. Andre. Okay, yeah. And it goes into his mind for, like, a second, just for, like, a shot. And it's the shot, it's the tree at the beginning, and it's, like, them standing under it. And it just sort of pans across, and then it's just, like, it shows him looking, like, to the right, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or to his left, I guess. To the right of the frame. Stage right. Yeah. Um, And then it just sort of lingers on, like, a branch and the rain. And, like, that's so beautiful to me. Hmm. That, like, it felt so peaceful. And I was like, this. Interesting. I love this movie. I thought you were going to say, like, the very last, not the very last shot, but the last shot oh, where they're yes. on the ground. Uh, also, that, that's tied. I wrote that down and then still forgot. Yeah. That, that's, like, the, that's, like, the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that moment, you're, like, it's all complete now. Mm-hmm. That's a gorgeous moment. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. For those listening, obviously this is, like, spoilery in terms of the themes, so I'll just be vague, but it's, like, the last shot before the painting stuff happens. Yeah. That's such a, like, good moment. That might be my favorite shot. In terms of, like, what it's conveying, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. In terms of, like, how it makes my me feel, I feel like the other one slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, like, the way they're positioned, like, yeah. the blocking... Or not blocking, I guess, because that's, like, movement. But, like, the... Um, uh, yeah, blocking, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I love this movie so much. Um, This is... I don't know. I just thought of this right now. But you saw this in the theaters with Jonah, right? Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to say what he thought? I don't um, know. Okay, yeah. The, the Seeing this in theaters, like, that was insane. Um... I, like, I really hope I get to see, like, at, 
if any, like, I want to see more Tarkovsky in the theater, because, like, it's such a, um, like, engrossing thing, I think. Just A, being in the theater, B, Tarkovsky movies, Mm -hmm. and, like, I guess just the meeting of those two things. Like, it was a weird experience, because, like, our heads hurt after, but not in, like, oh, that gave me a headache way. Mm -hmm. Just in, like, I was so watching, like, I was watching so aggressively. Yeah. That, also, it was, it was funny, because he left, like, I don't know at what point in the movie, but he left to go use the bathroom at, at one point, and then he didn't come back to sit by me, because we were, like, in the middle of the theater, so he was sitting in, like, the back, mm-hmm. in just, like, an empty seat. Were you worried? Or no, you knew... for a few minutes, and then I'm like, I'm assuming he's back at this point. Yeah. Sitting, like, somewhere else, just because he didn't, like, he couldn't find the seat. So um, it was a packed theater? It was fairly full, yeah. It was at the tower. Oh. So it was like... I thought this was, like, in a big... No, no. Theater, okay. That would have been cool, but also yeah. way less people, obviously. Yeah. Um, no, so it was, like, very... Like, most people there, I think, had seen it before, and yeah. probably everyone was, like, a fan of Tarkovsky, and obviously yeah. everyone was, like, a fan of Art House. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that that's so much different context. I thought you went to, like, Megaplex or something. And it was, we like, saw empty. 2001. Yeah. Two thousand one. That's a similar experience where I'm just like I, it, I. It's insane what I'm watching. Yeah. Except I think two thousand one more so just because I I do prefer that as a movie, which is like a very high bar. So don't take yeah. that as like a dig against Andre Rublev. No. Yeah. Um. Like oh yeah, I didn't enjoy it as essentially the best movie <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um. No, but yeah, like he's a massive fan of Andre Rublev. Like, I, I don't remember, I once asked him, I'm like, he tried listing, like, his five favorite movies, and he put this in his top five, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it was, it was a very cool experience. Cool stuff. Um, and also, what's funny is, uh, to bring up another person we know, Whitman was working there at the time. But he had to man the counter the whole time. Uh. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I wanted to like sneak in for a few minutes. We were talking to him after, mm-hmm. after seeing it. And he's like, yeah, I heard the music at the end. And I was just like, ah, <laughs> I want to be watching. That's weird because I feel like not a lot of people are going in there constantly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Duty calls. Yeah. Maybe he went in at moments. I don't know. If I remember, he, like, he, he was just saying he wanted to go in at the end mm-hmm. when he, like... Because that's the only part I feel like you would be able to tell from outside the theater which yeah. part it is. Unless you know Russian. Except the raid, I guess. Yeah. Um, like, it... Yeah, none of it's, like, that distinct sounding from other parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I don't we know. probably finally... talked forever. Yeah, over an hour. Yeah. Um, uh, final thoughts. Um, yeah, okay. I just, I love this movie. Um. Uh, sorry. Um, I just, like, okay, uh, I'll sort of contradict myself here. This is one of the, um, Tarkovsky's where I feel like a lot of it I feel is, like, this feels like a very normal movie. 
in the way that, like, Ivan's childhood does. Mm-hmm. But then, like, a lot of it feels, like, so encapsulating in the way his later stuff does. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, I... And, like, my appreciation for it grows every time I see it. Because, obviously, like, from the first time when I said I was bored to the second time when I saw it in the theater, mm-hmm. obviously that's a big shift, in my opinion. But... Yeah, I just, like, seeing it a third time, it, like, really confirmed, like, no, this is, like, a movie I really love. Yeah. Because sometimes the theater experience, I think, can be, like, a fluke. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't expect to be, like, oh, what if it's boring again? Yeah. Because I know that I like it. But, like, just the amount I love it and, like, my appreciation for different details grows. Like, there are elements I didn't remember at all. Mm-hmm. Um that just, like, felt so significant to me. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I really, I really just love this movie. Yeah, um, do you want to say your rating, or? Uh, final thoughts for you, and then we'll both do ratings. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't wait to rewatch this. Like, it was, it was so fun. Like, it sounds weird to say that for kind of a slow movie, but, mm-hmm. like, Almost every single moment, I was like, "Yeah, eyes were locked." And then, especially like we kept reiterating once he is reintroduced into the film, um, and like I don't know, like I just I love, just look. I don't know if the movie was silent. Honestly, I don't know if I could get through all three hours. But yeah, I just it's love still looking gorgeous. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and know what you mean. I. I don't know. I haven't dissected everything they said because obviously, I I don't think you can so... really do that on one viewing either. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so like, I'm excited to like rewatch it and like really I don't know, get engrossed. Um, and so yeah, I'll say my rating. Um, right. I don't know. A solid four out of five. Eight out of ten. Okay. I really. I'm. I'm still deciding, I think. Okay. When I was watching it, I was like, okay, I want to say, first time I watched it, I was like, that was disappointing and boring. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. And then second time I watched it, I was like, that was beautiful. Five stars. Mm-hmm. And then, but also, I will say the number of five-star movies I had at both these points was higher than the number I have now. Mm-hmm. Because I've, like, re- gone and back and rewatched some and been like, no, like, this really does belong, this doesn't quite. Yeah. Um, so watching it, I was like... There are a lot of moments where I'm like, this is five stars. And then a lot of moments where I'm like, uh, maybe 4.5. Mm-hmm. Like, the raid, as an example I was talking about, like, where, like, I think it's a cool scene, but I'm not, like, so engrossed in it. Yeah. Um... I don't think it's a movie... Like, when I finished it, I wasn't like, this has to be a five-star for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, the more I talked about like talk about it and think about it, the more I just... I'm so in love with this movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I... I still honestly don't know. Like, yeah. it's between 4.5 and 5. Mm-hmm. And you'll find this... I'm... At this point of debate where it's, like, between a 4.5 and 5 for, like, most of his movies, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Which, obviously, might change when I see them again. Um, and not to spoil my ratings. But I think it's obvious that I love yeah. all of them. So it's not that much of a spoiler. Um, also, I could just go on Letterboxd and... Yeah. I unrated this one, though. 
Yeah. Um, but I'll... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, as I finished it, and was, like, in the days after I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, like, it's a high 4.5. But after talking about it now, like, it, it does feel like a 5. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm just not 100% on that. I don't yeah. know. So, I'll, it's for sure one of those. Honestly, when I get home tonight and I actually go on Letterboxd and put in the stars, I might put in 4.5. Like, I don't know, talking mm-hmm. about it, yeah. it just gets me excited. That's exactly, and... yeah. And I think that's the thing with, like, besides Ivan's childhood, I feel like that, it feels the same to talk about it and watch it. Yeah. But, like, this, and not to say it's, like, more bo- more fun to talk about it than, than it is to watch it. Yeah. But, like, it feels so significant to me mm-hmm. having talked about it. Yeah. And just, like, especially, like, I just think this is very much my type of movie mm-hmm. not like this specifically but like his whole filmography just means so much to me that i feel like maybe i should ha- give more of them fives mm-hmm. um even if that's like a weird way to rate like oh i like all this guy's other movies so yeah i don't know it it's just it's such a big deal to me mm-hmm. i love this movie so much <laughs> ah yeah um, so maybe we'll get an updated answer when we Yeah. Also, okay, w- this is kind of wrap-up at this point. Next time, we're talking about Solaris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to suggest, I've been thinking about this, I, I don't know how much time it's going to take up, but I was thinking once we get to the sacrifice, we could spend part of it talking about the sacrifice and then do a ranking of all of Tarkovsky's movies. I don't know what order, what, what number is sacrifice in the... It's the last one. Oh, It's okay. the seventh. Oh, okay. Um, so just, like, rank the seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, very, highly suspicious of me if I were like, oh, let's rank them all after we watch the fifth, and then watch two more and not put them in the ranking. Yeah, I thought you were like... Let's get halfway through, rank and what then, we have, and then, and then rank again. No, yeah. I'm saying, like, do a ranking once we're... But I don't know as of yet if that... I guess we'll figure it out then. I don't see why not. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I think we should do that, period. But I don't know if that'll be, like, spending a lot of time, like, sort like if we want to talk about each one oh, a little yeah, bit yeah. again. Which, yeah, I think we might. Yeah, I think just like a minute or two on each. Like, not a ton, obviously. Yeah. We'd say a minute or two, but... It'll be like five minutes yeah. or more. I don't know. But we should do a ranking when they're all done, mm-hmm. is my point. Sweet. And also, I think the way we should do that is we'll like both be like, oh, here's my number seven, and then both give our Sevens. number seven, and yeah. then both give our number six, and so on. Mm-hmm. Not like one person's whole list and then the other person's whole list. Yeah. Or, like, this movie, and then give two different rankings. Oh, yeah. That'd be confusing. Yeah. Um, <sighs> that was too long-winded of an explanation for my suggestion that we rank his movies when we finish them. It's all good. Um, do you have a recommendation for this week? Like oh, a gosh. non-movie thing? Um, <clears throat> did I bring up Holiday Socks last time? 
you was, brought I was, them up, but you didn't like recommend them. Yeah. I was wearing holiday socks how many times ago? Two times ago? Uh, I remember, yeah, I was sitting over here, and you were wearing... Yeah, so that's when we were going to watch Porco Rosso. Yeah. Which means it was two times ago. Yeah. Okay, unless I recommended them last week, I recommend Holiday Socks. Mm-hmm. I say last week as as someone who... We there's recorded. It's neither a week in terms of when we recorded, or a week in terms of when <laughs> we'll probably release them. Yeah. Um... These, this and the last episode will either be released on the same day or months apart. No, based I, on our pattern. I found out that with Anchor you can schedule releases. Oh. So whenever I get around to um editing these and uploading them, I plan it out like yeah every Monday two o'clock and then every, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? Dang it! What were you talking? Oh, socks. The reason I hate. Holiday socks and themed socks like that. Yeah. Is because they're always please. thin. They're yeah. never like high quality. I do want to say something about this. Mine, one of them got a hole in them. Yeah. So I threw those away. And I still have my other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, all my socks are getting holes in them. The ones I wore yesterday had a little hole in the morning and I was like, oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll throw it away at the end of the day. By the end of the day, it was like a <laughs> massive hole. And I was like, and I didn't even notice. I was like, whoa. This is suspicious. <laughs> um, because I, I usually don't leave the house now that quarantine is happening, which going to school kind of changes that. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have some in-person classes and some not. Yeah. Um, Are you excited about getting up? Because you... Ne- like, I have a job and I hang out with Abby. Well, so I, I get out. used to get up for school. No, but, like high school. No, I mean, are you excited to get out of like your house and like dress oh, up? Uh, mm, okay. Multiple facets to this. Okay. In terms of like being in fresh air, yes. Yeah. I want to like be like, oh, the world is still here. Mm-hmm. In terms of, um, getting dressed, or so, like that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I usually do. Um, Wait, do you always wear like chinos and a shirt? Inside your house? Yeah, usually. <laughs> oh, you weirdo. No, like, some days I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna stay in sweatpants or whatever I slept in. Mm-hmm. But, like, I I won't... Because that messes up the, the laundry. Because, like, I usually wear the same article of clothing at night and then the next night and then wash after wearing it for two nights. Yeah. But if I wear it through the day, I'm just gonna wash it at the end of the day. I'm, I'm gonna get into something new for night. Um... If that makes sense. Wait, when do you take showers? At night. Oh, okay. Um, do you not have enough, like, PJs? No, uh, I do. I just don't want to have to do laundry sooner, I think. But you wouldn't. You can wash Um, a bit more. Yeah, I guess you're right. Anyways. I have more everyday clothes than I do pajamas, though. Yeah. So, Naturally. either way, I'd have to do laundry sometime. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. Do you sleep in a shirt? No. Not, okay. uh, it, uh, like, not these days. Like, historically, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, historically, I have, but, like, the past, 
I don't know, over a year, like, not just, like, the past few weeks, I've just been like, oh, I could sleep without a shirt. Uh No, like, for a while, I haven't. But, like, it's not like I I have never. Okay. I was just gonna ask, do you have different, because obviously you have your jeans and pants, and then you have, like, sweatpants, but do you have sleep shirts and going out shirts? Uh, uh, it depends. I do have shirts that are, like, with pajamas like there's a a night yeah night Lounge shirt yeah. that like i use with the sweats mm-hmm. that i won't wear when i'm asleep probably just because i'll have it on the floor but then i'm not gonna wear it the next day unless i stay in sweats that day in which i might <laughs> mm-hmm. um but no i usually put on like a t-shirt just because i know i'm not gonna wear it during the night and then it, that's the t-shirt i wear the next day Mm. usually interesting <laughs> um i guess since you shared all that i'll share what i do yeah please um so yeah i have like old shirts that like either got messed up in the wash or are cracking like the graphic is all crackly <laughs> or like they got shrunk because drier stuff Mm-hmm. And so I'll wear those to bed. And then my nice shirts, I don't know, I don't have, like, nice, nice shirts. Yeah. But ones that I take care of, um, You'll wear, I'll wear those day. out. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. That used to be a thing for me if I was, like, if, like, shirts were kind of getting small, but, like, not so small that I'd want to, like, give them away. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because um, I haven't grown in the past. But I would... So it's... Yeah, yeah. I don't really do that anymore, though, because, like I was saying now, I usually... Because I don't sleep in a shirt, I usually just pick out the one I'm going to wear the next day mm-hmm. and then just have it on the floor. I don't know. So that's my my deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> Speaking of recommendations, um, mine was... Okay, so as a kid, I have, this is a whole anecdote. Maybe uh-huh. I shouldn't say it because this is getting long. But as a kid... That's okay. My mom would use a nail it's filer. shorter than the movie. That's always our standard. Yeah. Is as long as the thing is shorter than the movie, then, then we're, we made a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, unless we, like, say stupid stuff. I yeah. guess then it's not. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. My mom would use a nail filer, right, to file her nails. You know, mm-hmm. keep them nice or whatever. And so, as a kid, I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. And so I did, and I ended up, like, going too far and hurting myself. Um, and yes. so I sworn off nail filers and only use uh-huh. n- clippers, right? That's what they're called? Yeah. Um, but I picked up nail filing again as a You're hobby. You're a fan? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay. I can, I can get them all even. Because when clipping, I can't get I'll it give a recommendation then. Okay. If you are a are a young, infl- uh, kid who can be influenced mm-hmm. still, don't bite your nails. Oh yeah. Don't dare because that's still a habit I have. So I never cut my nails. Oh same. Like it's not it's not good. That's like priority numero uno in terms of what I have to figure out. But I've <laughs> said that for years. <laughs> but. You cut your toenails. Yeah, obviously. Okay. I don't bite my toenails. Uh, no, just don't 
bite your nails. Yeah. It's a hard habit to break. Yeah, I used to and bite it's... them, but luckily people bullied me enough to... That's God, I wish. Oh, I can bully you if you want. Please. No, actually don't, because then I'll just, like, cry and then bite them more. <laughs> I'm, I don't respond well to bullying. Okay. <laughs> I said that, like, there are people who, like, really get a kick out of bullying. Yeah. Um... Movie stuff? Um, yeah. I'm gonna go on Letterboxd. I said that very weirdly. Um, I'll go first, like, usual. Um... Do it. Oh, yeah, I haven't... I guess I haven't watched that much, because I've been kind of busy. But anyways, um... So I watched two films for my documentary class, film 3520. Um, it's social justice documentary. So it's like, a solving issues in the world or whatnot anyway so i watched blackfish and born into brothels i'd seen blackfish before um i feel like that's a classic i feel like i should see that or not like a classic but like that's a big deal documentary wise yeah like i feel like if everyone's like "Ah, blackfish if i'm talking to a middle-aged woman and she's like yeah it's a documentary and i'm like be like blackfish and she'd be like wow i know that one yeah that'd Um, be good but yeah, um, I think the story they're telling is super interesting. I said this in my letterbox review, but I don't like the editing in it. Mm-hmm. It feels very like inconsistent, um, and it's very not that it needs to, but it doesn't do anything new with documentary and whatever. Uh-huh. It's just like follows a very strict like. That's why when I say this is a documentary, like this is like this typical thing i think people think of mm-hmm. not only because it's super famous but just because it's very easy to watch anyways yeah. and then i watched um born into brothels which is a bit more experimental um i'm not gonna really talk about it just because i don't have anything to say but it it was cool and then i watched last night one night in miami which is did you really watch fun. it in one night <laughs> i think everyone watched it in one night what if you watched it in a day? Well, yeah. You people definitely didn't split it up though. Yeah, it's not. No fun. one watched this over two nights. Yeah. Um <laughs> don't know why I felt the need to add that. No, yeah, it was <laughs> Sorry. I'm like <laughs> so disappointed. The... That, but also the thing I was talking about earlier where I want to make multiple jokes and yeah. I don't know where to go. I just did all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Um, like genuinely really Yeah, fun. I watched that as uh did I bring that up last time actually? No, yeah, I think you'd watched that a while ago. Yeah, I watched that a bit ago. I watched that the day it came out on Prime. So yeah. that was before our last podcast um, recording, so I'm gonna assume Oh yeah, I'd watch more stuff that, since the podcast. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm only going to Andre Rubla, but I've seen more. Um oh yeah, I saw saturation which was so fun it's um if you know i think i've mentioned brockhampton but if you don't know they're like a boy band but not like a band in the rock pop sense like they rap and sing um i always feel like i need to clarify that yeah they're not a one direction boy band yeah um but yeah it's a documentary about the making of their three albums in one year and it's it's so fun, and it's 
Did I cry? I think I cried. Yeah, you yeah. put an I cried tag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of seeing movies in theaters, I'd wish I'd seen Ad Astra in theaters. It's a gorgeous movie. Yeah, I just watched it, and I'm, like, legit jealous of Sammy. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I don't I don't care about the story. No, But, yeah. like, the visuals are insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, oh, something you mentioned in your review that I thought was <clears throat> interesting is that I didn't notice it was, like, a Hearts of Darkness type of thing. It feels so and then you Heart of Darkness, that, I was like, yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. Um, it's, like, weirdly so. I don't know what, like, I don't necessarily know why that choice is. I also, like... I'm very much a fan of movies that, like, make some concept in, like, faith literal, mm-hmm. which is, like, obviously he's looking for his father, mm-hmm. which is, like, essentially looking for God. Um, so I think, like, that's super interesting, but, like, the, I think the, the concept of Tommy Lee Jones being in it is boring to me, and I don't know why. I'm just, like, yeah, like, all his talking i don't remember what he says i just remember being like this is the most normal movie thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. yeah and it just ends with him but fighting. when he's like going through the rocks like when he's floating flying oh, yeah. i was like whoa mm-hmm. and like when the oranges are like oranges orange colors not oh. in that scene just there's a lot of nice orange shots mm-hmm. um, and like when the rooms are like flowers and stuff i was like whoa and when they're on the moon and they have a chase, I was like, oh, whoa. that was great. I love that. Yeah. Um, there's also a scene where we, where he, Brad Pitt, sees like a... <laughs> we. Is it, it's not a chimpanzee. It's a... Oh, it's a, like a, a... What's the ones with the red butts? Orangutan. A baboon. Baboon. I think that's That's a cool is. scene. I forgot about that. That's the peak. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome scene. I don't know about peak, but yeah. Yeah. I, I just <laughs> decided because it felt memorable to me. No. Even though I forgot about it. <laughs> it was interesting, though, because when I saw that, I was like, oh, Space Monkeys. Like, that's what this movie's about now. Oh, and then it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to fight monkeys. And... That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, less. Well, no, what would be cooler is if it were, like, equally spiritual, but also had fighting monkeys. Yeah. Um. Monkey fighting. Yeah, that's no, the same thing. Like, no, I would have loved if he went on the same journey, and then... And then his dad his was dad. a monkey? <laughs> but, like... Oh, his dad got eaten by monkeys. monkeys. Yeah. And like his dad the... got killed by monkeys, mm-hmm. or something like that. That'd be fancy. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I have to say. I think you're gonna mention one of these, so I'll talk about it, too. Yeah. Beast. Okay. Everything. Um, stuff I saw since we talked... Okay, uh, the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio, I watched that, and, like, it's so stupid, but mm-hmm. I was into it, and I was, like, I cried at the end. That sounds fun. Uh, into it is maybe the wrong, like, a ton of it is very fun. I do think, I'm a big fan of Shakespeare, but I realized reading Shakespeare is so much easier than listening to Shakespeare. Really? Like, there's a lot of it where I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whereas with reading it, I'm always, like, very clear Mm -hmm. um but like i don't know this was a fun movie and like it's so insane but like there are scenes that are like genuinely really good Mm -hmm. i don't know it's weird i liked it and then i watched this british movie kes or Mm -hmm. kes 
I don't know how people pronounce it. Um, uh, and it's like a big deal and it was directed by Ken Loach. I don't know if you know who that is. No. I'm, if I brought up his other movies, you'd probably be like, I don't know this either. But, um, excellent movie. It's beautiful. I was very excited to see it because it's like, I can't, like, I don't want to say iconic, but it's like very well regarded and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, it was beautiful. Um, and like, I'm still debating between a few things, so I don't want to say this for certain, but I think it's my favorite thing I've seen so far in 2021 in terms of like that I hadn't seen before. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't, was, but it didn't come out in 2021. No, it came out in 1969. Yeah. Like it's my favorite thing I've seen during this year, not from this year. Cool. I haven't seen anything from this year yet. Um, okay. I mentioned this last time. I, I'm assuming because I, I had already watched some, but I've been watching more Decalogue. Mm -hmm. Um, and I watched the ninth episode today, so I got one more. Nice. Um, it's it's very good. Uh, episodes five and six are like, I feel like those are the two that are like most famous. Mm -hmm. He made those as like features as well, but yeah, those are excellent, and all of them are excellent. Just like those were like, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, and then both Avery and I watched, uh, a what. Thai, Korean? Korean? I was going to say Taiwanese, but a different movie is Taiwanese, obviously. Um, uh, this Korean thriller, I will maintain best subgenre, Korean thrillers. Yeah. Um, uh, called Beasts Clawing at Straws, it came out last year. Mm -hmm. This is a fun movie. Yeah, it was... It's cool. Yeah, it's great. The first, like, 40 minutes, I'm just like, this is, this is alright. Yeah. But, like... I don't know, there's a certain character who is, like, kind of the main character, but doesn't in get introduced for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, like, once she's introduced, like, the way stuff falls into place is, is so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, never mind. I was gonna bring up my letterbox review, but, uh, Yeah. Do you remember what I said? No. That's fine. Also, the structure is cool. Oh, oh it, yes. A, it goes between different stories, mm -hmm. and, like, there's more to it than that that you yeah. don't really... I don't know. It's very cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a very, like, very, like, fun. I've said this three times, but, like, it's a really fun movie. Yeah. When I had my... I had an in-person class for my documentary class, and uh -huh. we talked... Or the professor asked us to talk about a movie we'd just seen. Oh, and you talked about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say anything, like, uh, that you want to bring up? Or... No. I basically said what you just said, that it was a Korean thriller, and it plays with, like, time, and, like, the stories converge together. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. Very fun. Okay. And then I watched the anime movie Night is Short, Walk On Girl. This movie's incredible. Like unironically maybe the best or not that people would say this ironically but like without exaggeration i guess maybe the best thing to watch during a pandemic oh interesting like it's a thematically it's like very much like the importance of human connection type thing mm -hmm. and also like there's literally a pandemic that just happens in the middle of it nice like it's it's a gorgeous movie like the first hour is, like, so consistently hilarious that I was, like, there's, like, this is, I don't know, like, I've only seen it once, but it's, like, already, like, an all-time favorite animated movie. Um, 
so this is the movie that I think is rivaling Kess for. Do you need to use the bathroom? Yeah. Okay, go. I'll you. talk about. Um, I'll talk about other stuff. Cool. Okay. Uh, I also uh, I watched the the Wong Kar Wai movie Fallen Angels again, which is like just gorgeous every time. I love this movie. Um. And then I. I, uh, okay, I watched Mind Game, which is another movie from the same director as Night is Short, Walk On Girl, and it has, like, a lot of very creative aspects, and, like, it's, it's cool and all, but, like, I didn't, there was nothing in it that I, like, really connected to or found, like, I don't know, yeah, it it was decent, it was, like, a fun time, um, um, okay, and then because I was, like, man, weird animation is fun, I watched the the movie A Scanner Darkly with Keanu Reeves, and that's, like, weird sci-fi. That's another one that's in the same, like, vein as Mind Game for me, where I was like, this is cool, but, like, I don't... It Neither of them really stuck with me. Um, and then I watched uh, the Abbas Kiarostami movie Certified Copy with Juliette Binoche, this was super interesting, and I very much want to rewatch it, because there's a lot, like, I didn't understand, um, and I, uh, okay, my parents and I continued our watching rom-coms with You've Got Mail and Notting Hill, which, like, You've Got Mail is genuinely good, and the Notting Hill, like, isn't really, but I was like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah, both of those are on my watch list. I, I've heard good things about both. Yeah, I like them. Um, uh, and then I watched Snatch, which is, was dumb. Um, uh, I, I feel like I should elaborate on that because people will be mad at me. Because people love that movie, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't want to elaborate on it because, like... It feels clear to me why it's dumb. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, it's also clear to me why people think it's a fun movie. But, like, I just don't want to watch these guys do these things for this mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah. Especially, the editing in this movie is so bad, man. I don't remember. There's a scene in the opening. I don't know if you remember this at all, but, like, Benicio Del Toro dresses up as, like, a Jewish guy and they, like, yeah. rob that bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. The editing, that's maybe the worst edited scene I've ever seen. Really? Like, it's such a mess and, like, it's very purposeful, but, like, in a way I don't like. Hmm. Because it, like, it would, like, twist around the frame hmm. in the edit. Like, the same effect as the camera turning, but but they edited it. Oh. And it was, like, freeze frames and, like, crash zooms and, like, music of people yelling. And I was like, this is, this is like, five minutes into the movie. I can't deal with this. Yeah. Um, so that was, Brad Pitt was good in that movie. And mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie does that thing where, like, the plots come together. Mm-hmm. That is always, like, at least a little gratifying. Mm-hmm. But, like, overall, I don't care about this movie. Yeah. Um, and I also watched, oh, my God. The new Euphoria episode. It's incredible. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, both of these, like, these two recent episodes are probably my favorite episodes of the show. Just because, like, it's so much, it's a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, like, dealing with these characters' problems. And I feel like it really, like, I said this in my review, but 
I feel like a lot of people criticize the show being like, oh, it's all spectacle, or like they're romanticizing trauma and stuff like that. And like these past two episodes really, really contradict those arguments, I think, in that like it's really dealing with these characters' trauma in like very like slow, thought out ways, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, uh, and then, yeah, I guess I'll bring up, uh, You Can't Take It With You, which is an old movie from the 30s with Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. This was lovely. I had a great time. Um, and I'll mention, oh, okay, I'll mention this briefly. I rewatched All the President's Men for a class, for my sound class, um, and I hadn't seen this in years, and I was so happy to revisit because this was, like, a big deal to me as a kid. Weird. You, you'll be surprised by this. First first list I ever made of my all-time favorites, this was top ten. Wow. I I loved this movie. I said I said weird, but then I was thinking back. You're very, I remember you saying you're a president's kid, like you knew all the presidents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I guess yeah. history and stuff makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very cool movie. And it's, like... I don't know, the way it's, like, cut and, like, the sound design and everything, it, it may, like, it's such a good thriller, mm-hmm. but also, like, as a piece of historical, do you know what it is? No, I It's used about to, the but... Watergate okay, reporters. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's such a, like, tense, tight movie. Mm-hmm. I just, I really love it. Um, and then the last thing I'll mention, I feel like I've gone through way too much, but uh, I watched the, the movie Hunger, Directed by Steve McQueen with Michael Fassbender. Um, this is like this has been high up in the watch list for a long time, so I'm glad to finally see it. Um, it was it was really good. Like I I just love it. Um, very like brutal, I guess. Also, like I don't know. So I I think Twelve Years a Slave was the first Steve McQueen movie I saw. Um. And I've also seen Shame, which, like, the way... Okay, so you've just seen Small Axe, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Yeah. Um, So the way that's put together doesn't really feel like anything anything like 12 Years a Slave to me. Yeah. But I was surprised Hunger is before any of those, and, like, Hunger and Small Axe feel, like, very similar in the way they're, like, uh, I guess, shot and, like, portraying these, like themes, I guess, of, like, brutality, Mm. um, so I, I shouldn't be surprised by this, because it's the same director, but I was just sort of, like, oh, this, like, like, before Small Axe, I don't think I totally had a sense of, like, what his style was, just because I'd seen two of his movies, yeah, and now that I've seen, like, so many, just from the fact that he released five, yeah, I feel like I have, like, a really good grasp on it, Mm -hmm. so that's cool. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those, but I remember I watched Small Axe and I was looking at his other stuff, and damn, I just forgot the name. The one with Michael Fassbender that you just saw. Shame? Shame. Oh, Hunger? Or Hunger, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember looking at it and, like, reading the description. This is a useless comment, but I remember thinking it looks similar, or feels similar yeah, to the, Small Axe. Yeah, the one about the Irish Republican Army and the guys in prison, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, because Shame, I also think, feels stylistically similar, but, like, plot-wise, it's a totally different thing, because it's a, about a guy with a sex addiction. Oh, okay. 
which like isn't about social issues at all yeah. and obviously 12 years a slave is about social issues um but yeah like hunger i don't know it's very it's a very good movie should i, I make 12 years a slave like a thing when i watch it like should i watch it with someone or should i watch it by myself um which one would make it a thing like if i watched it with abby like oh this is a thing we're gonna watch this bring out the popcorn or should i like be by um, myself and oh i like i think it works either way it is okay. a thing whether or not you're watching with someone but like it's it, i think it could work watching with someone or watching alone i, just, I watched it alone yeah I but just... i also think she would like it so I just said that because I remember when it came out in theaters, everyone was like, and so in my mind, it's like a blockbuster movie. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it is. Okay. But I think, like, I don't think watching it with or without Abby makes it not that. Okay. I think it's a big deal either way. And like, A, because it's like a great movie, Mm -hmm. and B, because it's like very, like... I guess important and hard to watch at points. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. watch it with her if you want. Watch it without her if you also. I probably want. won't. Watch it with her. Yeah. Why? Cause it's long and. Yeah, I do think she would like it. To to be clear, if that's your issue. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> do whatever you wish. Nice. <laughs> um. Yeah, we've gone over oh. two hours. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. This wasn't even a double feature. Yeah. Um, Parasite, we went over two hours. Yeah, I don't know how we did this. But because it was two movies. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I f- what's scary to me is I don't think this is at all the Tarkovsky I have the most to say about. Yeah. So, so man, this is going to be bad. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Sorry or for the long Maybe I'll episode. be more time conscious on the other ones. No, hopefully we're not, because I don't want to filter. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I think the reason why this was long, on my part, I had to, like, I don't know what's wrong with me today, but uh-huh. spe- especially on this episode, <laughs> I was, like, struggling to talk. And yeah, like, I feel like there was a bit of that on my end as well. Yeah. Um... Also, I feel like we reiterated a lot of stuff more than once. Yeah. Just because I think a lot of themes continue throughout the movie, and we were like, oh, this also reinforces this thing. Yeah. Um, And that'll probably happen again. Yeah, because we're doing that now (laughs) by repeating the things we already repeated. Um, Okay, bye. Um, Love you. Bye. Oh, wait, no, I'm stupid. We have a whole outro. Oh, Jesus. Um, Go follow Sammy. Or, yeah, uh, the list is Life42 on Instagram and Letterboxd. And then follow me on Letterboxd at Gonzalez Avery. Uh, and we're watching Solaris next week. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. I imagine so. I like that's like, that's like the most fun one. Cool. Not to be like, it's not like a normal action movie in the midst of very slow movies. Yeah. It's still, I don't know, you'll understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye it's everyone. Good.